0: Me and wifey in the room thinking of a master plan, thinking how we can influence the culture from where we stand, knowing that our steps are ordered by the master's hand, still ten toes down, we ain't switching up the stance. Hey, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the latest edition of um. The Bond Chronicles. Felt we would give y'all something a little different this weekend. I know people were out and about, doing all the lovely things that they wanted to do, so We wanted to give you a live episode, episode
1: 36.
0: 36, the good old Jerome Bettis episode. Shout out to the bus. Shout out to How do you
1: remember that? Like all these people's numbers. Because every week I think I'm waiting to figure out whose number you're gonna pick. No. And I never know.
0: Well, he was a Hall of Fame running back. He was I mean, I know who
1: Jerome Bettis is.
0: Oh.
1: It's just I wouldn't have remembered his number though. Not for. These purposes. I mean, at some
0: point we're gonna to get to a place where we probably don't have a name, an athlete association, but
1: yeah,
0: that I know the next cup on top of my head, so we we should be good. <laughs> um, I guess I could do maybe some research and get a maybe a cooler one, but I feel like I know where I'm going. So uh thank you <laughs> to everyone. Shout out to the Pittsburgh Steelers, got a big win yesterday, an ugly win. Uh, but it was a win nonetheless. But this is not a sports episode.
1: No, it's not.
0: Today's episode is my beef with society <laughs> and all of society's no-nos that I think are absolutely ridiculous.
1: Ridiculous.
0: So we're going to get into them. And he
1: has a lot of them, y'all.
0: A we're a only going to get to a couple because we only have a short amount of time. But I got a bunch of issues with a bunch of different things that go on in the world. and. uh yeah, so I am Mr. Bond Chronicles. I have my host,
1: Mrs. Bond Chronicles,
0: and we are on Instagram, we are on Twitter, we are on Facebook. We are eventually, at some point, going to stop talking about it and be about it and get on TikTok <laughs> as well. But we have not made it there yet. Not so, yet. uh, we are adjusting to the new Instagram world with Reels. And waiting to see what's going to happen with Meta. Could you imagine a virtual podcast in a land far, far away, potentially? Uh, I mean,
1: because then our audience, would technically they would be virtual. But if you set up your little avatar thing, number jigger, technically you'd be there.
0: In their living room? It,
1: no, like they'd be in our audience, like there watching. Isn't that how it works? It's like, I, don't, it, I feel like it's going to be like um updated, cooler version of Sims.
0: Ah, very well. No? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It could be fun. Um, but, you know, in society, there's this thing that, you know, you, you, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. There's all of these crazy sentiments about... Uh, Just what is normal? Uh, We just went through a period where we had a a holiday weekend. And it's normal to dress up and walk around to strangers' homes and take their candy and say things and speak to people you would never, ever speak to on a regular basis. And that, to me, is just kind of crazy. If you have a holiday, it's okay for me to walk up to strangers and talk to them and shoot the breeze, learn some things, meet some new people, and people are open to it. They're yes. all so welcoming. But the next day, once that <laughs> table of candy is gone, once that bucket outside their house is gone, we revert back to this
1: Don't
0: individualistic, to single-focused society. And so, it seems like we have a lot of holidays that all foster a desire to co-mingle and cookouts and block parties and all this cool stuff. But if it ain't a holiday, we don't talk to each other. And so that wasn't on the list, but it just came to me. So just came to you. Like, what is that? What's wrong with humanity? <laughs>
1: I don't think we have enough time to talk about what's wrong with humanity. Right. Um, I mean, in this day and age, living in a pandemic COVID world. I think it's funny how the day before Halloween, everyone was stressing, you know, social distancing six feet away, all that good stuff. But this past Saturday we went to the Cox pumpkin Arms. patch. Yeah, there was no social distancing,
0: like or masks
1: or masks. Oh no, some people had masks on. My they mom know. and my sister had on
0: masks <laughs> she did they did. and so did the the young man that they had with. A- yeah, the rest of us regular
1: people—we're <laughs> out there just free balling the air. Yeah.
0: I mean, they had signs up saying, "Yeah, this could be a COVID zone because there's not great there's airflow, no, right?" But come on in,
1: right? And you know, breathe the air at your own risk. Yeah. But then, obviously, Halloween—I didn't see a whole lot of social distancing for Halloween either. Like, I saw I mean, plenty of my friends have kids, so. I was looking and looking at all the parties. I did see one interesting thing. Like one, I've never been into bobbing for apples. Like I've always thought that was really gross. It is. But um a friend of mine went to a little kid's birthday party and they had like little individual bowls for all the kids to mm. bob for their own apples by themselves. It's like, oh that's smart. Like I feel like that should have been a thing a long time ago.
0: No, it's kind of the point is to, like compete with other people.
1: Yeah, but that's nasty to just stick your face in the water that someone else's drooly face has been in and grab apples with your mouth. Like I, feel, I've always thought that was nasty.
0: <laughs> so I thought it was I, that was not the reason I thought it was nasty. I just thought it was weird. Um, But I guess that kind of makes sense. I mean, so
1: I, I mean, I get the point. You're supposed to, you know, whoever gets the most apples wins. But yeah, it's. You're still putting your face in the yeah. same water,
0: like and potentially
1: go, the same apples.
0: Like when you go swimming.
1: Yeah, but there's chlorine in the water.
0: Oh. okay. So- <laughs> but people pee and poop in it.
1: Who poops in the water?
0: Kids poop in the water,
1: <laughs> which is not socially acceptable.
0: It ever? Yeah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna <laughs> give that a pass. Uh, that's disgusting. Um, so get your raggedy kids and keep them from. Keep them out. Right, that's the what pool. the
1: kitty pool is for. No, that's so not... yeah, let's get to what, what this list is of things yeah. and gripes that you have in society.
0: So the first thing that I have, and this this happened recently. It happens almost every day, actually. <laughs> um, like I'm kind of busy. Like I have a life, I work from home, I have kids, I like listening to music, I like driving in silence, I like Whatever it is that I like to do. And so, people calling you, there's this thing where, like, you can't ignore the call. Like, it is disrespectful to push the red button and send someone a (laughs) voicemail. And so, I feel like we've lost some things in society. There used to be a time in society where someone pissed you off, you could hang up on them, and it meant something. Now, you just push a button. It doesn't give you the same feel of the bang on the phone. So I feel like we've lost that.
1: Huh?
0: Um, you never no. hung up on a mic? I mean,
1: I've hung up on plenty of people. But I still feel like it's disrespectful to hang up on people.
0: Yes, but the feeling of joy of knowing that I banged on you is different. No?
1: No, I mean, not for you me. You feel like
0: pushing a button is the same as slamming a phone down?
1: Oh! Well, I don't think I've ever slammed a phone down. No. I've always just Pressed the button on
0: my phone. You didn't have a house phone growing up.
1: Yeah, but when I had a house phone, I wasn't upset with anybody enough to bang on them, as you say.
0: Did you have like a flip, a flip phone, (laughs) something?
1: I did. I had flip phones, and so I guess that's the same or similar. Slam. Yeah. Okay. I'm going. Okay. I'm there with you, but no. I feel like for me, it's the same satisfaction, same thing. Like if you're hanging no. up on somebody, you're
0: hanging up on somebody. Okay. Well, we disagree there, but that's fine. <laughs> um, so no, so there's this, I don't know, and I don't know where it came from. I don't know who started this, what culture, what group. I'm thinking this women, but I don't know that. But the idea is you have to, si- and Apple has adopted, to so where you can silence the phone so that it'll keep ringing so the person thinks you didn't see it. But the reality is, we all have our phones on us. We almost all have them on vibrate or loud, or they're ringing through the car or whatever. You know, when people call you. you. Yes. But so that you don't offend them, you let it ring versus saving them time, <laughs> saving you time. Because when it's bzz, 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 that is so frustrating. So I am starting to, and I will do more of this. So for my friends and family that are watching, if I send you the voicemail, don't take it personal. I'm saving us both time. I don't want to talk to you at that time. <laughs> That's just what it is. No, I mean, I hear you and I understand. like it's okay to not want to talk to somebody.
1: It is, especially like if you're again, you're busy people, you have long days. Sometimes the phone rings and you and you look at it and you know who's calling. You know it's some stuff do I don't feel like dealing with. It. with it. Right. And you don't necessarily feel like talking. Right. I, I mean, I get it. I, I get it.
0: Because you know what then happens? <laughs> if, if if it's me and it's important, I'm going to call back. Or I'm going to shoot you a text message.
1: Hey, what's
0: up? Yeah. Like, hey, you there? Or when I know people are ignoring me, I'm the kind of person. Y'all have probably figured me out by now. I'm the type of person to say, hey, I didn't want nothing. Or this is what I wanted. And then, you know, what magically happens when they realize I didn't want something that's going to take a lot of time. (laughs) They call back. So you saw that I was calling. You didn't want to talk to me. Just tell me that. Save us both a bunch of time.
1: Save us some time.
0: So that's first on my list. Um, Next on my list is similar. It's to leaving people on read. Like
1: so I don't I don't get to talk about
0: oh problems. you go oh I thought you were in agreement. Go ahead. <laughs> talk about I mean, it.
1: For the most part I am. Like I'll and there's a, there's a select few people that if I don't if I'm not in the mental space to entertain a really long drawn out conversation, I'll just let it ring. And I, But I think it's because you feel bad for sending people to voicemail. Yeah,
0: but what happened?
1: And it's just like, because you don't want someone to... One, you don't want to offend anyone and, you know, make them feel like you're ignoring them or you don't want to talk to them or there's beef.
0: But that's exactly how we feel.
1: And and that's because nobody likes to feel like they're getting ignored. Hmm. Like, for you know, for instance, us. Like... You take long sometimes to respond to messages or to answer the phone. And typically we're in the same house and I just don't feel like coming downstairs. Like, <laughs> I don't, especially the more pregnant I get. I just, I just don't. I'll call you after I've sent the text message to figure out why you're ignoring the text message. Yes. Or I'll, you know, text you to figure out why you're ignoring the call. Yep. And I know most of the times it's probably because you're working,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I also see you when you work, yeah. So I'm confused as to why you're not responding,
0: <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I like to entertain myself when I get forms of entertainment, I don't have a lot of time where it's just quiet and I can watch or do what I want to watch or do. I'm not watching Mickey. I don't have something on that i can't really listen or pay attention to because there's craziness going on it could be a dog barking in the window it could be kids wanting something to eat it could be kids running up and down the steps it could be someone that just wants to have a conversation so when i have the someone opportunity me? could be you <laughs> so when i'm watching say a podcast or a sports show and it's a topic that i want to listen to
1: i in. am
0: mm-hmm. invested in and other people Are coming around, what happens when we're having conversations? I have to pause my show over and over and over because other people are not as understanding or invested in what I'm watching. So when I have my phone and someone hits me uh, on the phone, if I'm invested in that, I don't want to be bothered. And so naturally, I ignore them. But I try to do it the socially responsible way. Same thing with text messages, that sometimes you send a text message, I'll read it. You know I read it. I know you know I read it. I didn't respond. It's not personal. It's not an attack on you. I don't think you're a miserable person. I don't think you're less than a person. But at that given time, I didn't feel like responding. I didn't feel like talking to you. Uh, And that should be okay. I think we need to Make it okay in society to not want to talk to someone.
1: So just start declining phone calls and see how
0: that goes. I do. We do it to bill collectors or <laughs> telemarketers. We should be able to do that to our friends and family. Like, hey, I don't want to talk to you right now. Now, sometimes when it's old people like my granddad call sometimes, <laughs> I let it ring. I don't want to bang on my granddad. But then sometimes I don't want to talk to him either. And he's usually short. That's the thing I love about my granddad. He don't keep you long. He's no,
1: he's kidding. never really on. And, yeah. and it's and it's always funny with him because I'll think that he wants to talk a little longer,
0: but he'd be no. ready to get off the phone. Like, all right, that's all I wanted. That's all right, I see I wanted you see later,
1: kids. Say hey. Yeah. Check in on everybody.
0: Got it. Um. So yeah, I think I don't know how to start the campaign, but
1: start the campaign. I'm
0: gonna maybe make. Maybe you should make some shirts. It's okay to ignore someone's call or something. <laughs> I don't know. Come up with something creative, and I'm uh, a. <laughs> walk around with it because I know there's other people that feel the same way. Um and silencing the phone is just tacky. They gotta sit on the phone with a ring and <laughs> it just ring and ring and ring. And I already seen it and I could have saved you 20, 15, 20 seconds out of your life. Um
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So did you want to go to here or did we did you have no something? yeah
1: we can hop to the next one leaving people on red.
0: Yeah. So how do you feel when someone leaves you on red? Me, um, maybe. Well, when you
1: leave me on red, it incites a Uh, (laughs) different, a little bit of a different reaction. Um, But in general, I don't typically get offended when I get left on red because I do it a lot.
0: Um, It's true.
1: (laughs) Not intentionally, but like I'll be in the middle of a conversation and something will pop up or, you know, something happens and I put the phone down and then I forget to go back to the phone or back to the conversation. Um, Like And I will. I'll respond to a text message from three, four days ago. Like, hey, I saw this, but I forgot. Or, hey, I just saw this. And pick up the conversation. I think that should be okay. Um, And similarly to the whole, you know, declining phone calls. We have lives. We're busy. We're running around all day, every day, I mean, even just here in the house, like, there's so much stuff going on. I feel like people should give each other more grace. Now, if we're (laughs) mid-argument, if we're mid-argument and I know like, I'm, like, sending messages and I see you're reading the messages and then you just say nothing, that's different. Like, that is intentionally to piss somebody off. Or, or what
0: I don't want to say something that would piss someone off,
1: bruh. No, nah.
0: what do you mean? No, no,
1: nah, that's not how I mean. I for, don't speak, speaking specifically for us, that's not how you function.
0: It is how I function, no, it's not, especially in text. I'll be trying so hard not to try, but you just be pushing me sometimes, and then I just got to say it. And this isn't just her, it is like in general, it's people in like, general, it's women. Usually, my issues in most arguments, I don't argue with men really. Who I be arguing with?
1: I mean, no, I know you mostly argue with women, but you argue with women because, you know, your views can be a little... Right? Mm, I'm not going to say right.
0: I be right, they be wrong, and they don't like it, and then I got to try and explain it and give them 50 different thousand examples just to maybe get an okay. But this isn't about that right now. Um, but I I think, so the mental side, and we all been on this side too, is you see the message pop up. You know what somebody... You don't want to talk to, Mm -hmm. but you can't read all the message in the preview. So then you're (laughs) stuck with the dilemma on do I leave the little blue dot and I can't know what they were trying to say, or do I open it, know what they said, and then I'm stuck. So for me, I'm going to point, I want to know what you said, but I might not want to respond to it right now. And you should be okay with that. So these norms, we're just going to keep cutting them down. The world has to be better and I think it's okay.
1: Like I said, generally I don't I don't have an issue being left on red from other like you, you can't just leave me on red. Like if especially for things I expect a response from, and you know the things that I expect a response from, you can't just leave me on red. Um, like I said, other people, it's not such a big deal, depending on what the content of the conversation is. And again, I'm the kind of person. I'll come back to a text message like four days later and be like, oh, hey. So yeah, about that thing we were talking about four days ago.
0: That's so wrong though. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Like, so there's leaving someone on red, and then there's, oh, remember that thing you said four days ago? Like, no. At that (sighs) point, I need an apology. I need some kind of acknowledgement.
1: I mean, I say like my bad or something along those lines, I got busy. And, you know, and then respond from there. Like, Mm -hmm. Paige, me and Paige, like, we'll start conversations at, like, 11 o'clock at night. And then one or both of us will get busy or whatever happens. How
0: busy do you get at 11 at night?
1: I mean, it just depends on what I'm doing. Sometimes I'm up working and I forget that Mm. my phone is here and I have to get focused working. Um, And it's, it's like, again, it's not a slight tour. And I go. And... You know, we start the conversation back up again.
0: But, too, and, and we had Tiff. Shout out to Tiff who's hey, in Tiff. here. Hey, Tiff. So, here's my thing. Leaving it unopened is similar to the phone call where you just let it ring. I don't know if you got it or not.
1: No, nah, because you know. Mm-mm. You don't. That's different. I don't know. The, leaving, you can see that you have a missed call. Like you might not yeah. be by your phone when you're when it's ringing, mm-hmm. but eventually you're gonna pick your phone back up and you see.
0: But you know how phones call. are, especially me. I get notifications, literally like all day.
1: I know it's so. So massive. that
0: missed call could be eight notifications down by the time I get to it. Between it's Twitter, not, but between you... Facebook, between Instagram, between work, between text messages, like no,
1: because you're also the kind of person that you don't like the little red flags on your
0: phone yeah but do miss call show up as red circles yes all right so all right she's up. just gonna lie no, no no i'm not <laughs> lying i'm just saying i'm gonna open it i'm gonna hit <sighs> deny so you know i saw it and i can't talk to you and the other part to this is if someone denies you don't call them back we need to make that a thing because i didn't have certain friends that do that and it's obnoxious. And so now... I
1: said, I hate notifications.
0: <laughs> and so now when you call me back, now I'm going to find one of the little pre-recorded words. So I'm going to send you that text message that says, I can't answer right now. Um, so no, I'm with you. Like, right? that's annoying. If I, <laughs> once I bang on you, you're banged on and just, I'll get back to you. I'm a good dude. We're friends. Take your time. Relax. Breathe.
1: Take your time. Relax and breathe. Yeah. The wise words from... Mr. Vaughn Chronicles himself.
0: Yes. So that gets me to another frustrating point. And I've been on both sides of this. So I hope y'all understand my heart. <laughs> I hope. If you don't want to go somewhere, tell people you don't want to go somewhere. Yeah. Like, I've been... I've hosted a bunch of events in my life. I've hosted fundraisers. I've had mad kids. Like I've had <laughs> mad parties. <laughs> like I've done a bunch of stuff. I've invited a lot of people to a lot of things. We have a podcast. We invite people to a lot of things. If you don't want to go, you're not sparing my feelings by telling me you're going to go and, and you ain't going to go. Up. Like, We're grown adults. If you don't want to come to my thing, tell me. So are
1: you talking specifically about like RSVP? Let me, I'm just trying to look and see. No, Um, it could be. Canceling plans. Okay.
0: Yeah. So like, cancel the plan. Like, don't tell me you're going to come because you know what happens is, and there's certain people and I ain't going to call none of you out (laughs) because I love y'all. But I know certain people, when they say they coming to things, it's 50-50 at best. At. And so my thing is, your heart might be in the right place. But you need to be more self-aware and recognize you be canceling a lot. And the flip side to that is, in a friendship, in a relationship, I should be able to come to you and say, hey, you cancel a lot. <laughs> Stop canceling all of my events. Either tell me you don't want to come, so I will stop inviting you, and we don't have to do this awkward dance. But if you can cancel on me, I should be able to call you out for canceling.
1: So I like I agree with you, like one thousand percent. One, I am extra. I recognize I'm extra. I be doing a lot: birthdays, holidays, anniversary, pretty much any opportunity that I have to throw a party or to bring people together, I'm going to take it. And for me, again, I'm extra and I know it. Like I take a lot of time, like from the food, the decorations, like organizing that stuff calls money. It's not even about the money for it me. It is for me. <laughs> for me, it's not even about the money. It's about the time that I invest because one, Like I was raised that when you invite people over, when you bring people together, you feed them well, you make sure they have a good time and you be a great host. And that's always my main aim. And so for me, if you tell me you're coming to something, I've counted you, I've accounted for food for you. I've made sure that there's going to be enough games, like whatever it is, like i put that number into place. And I also will double back. And, you know, confirm like, hey, right. are you still coming? Is this still a thing for you? And again, like you said, if it's not going to work, that's cool because I can adjust. I can, you know, rearrange things and obviously spend a little less money, um, which my husband always is happy about. Yes. Um, But it's not a big deal. And at a certain point, it's just like, oh, well, they never come to the event anyway. I'm just not going to invite them. And then if they feel away, I'll ask them. I mean, I'll tell them like, "Hey, I didn't invite you because X, Y, Z reason." But when you RSVP for my event or my we make plans and you continually cancel on like that pisses me off. Right. Like to no no end. And for whatever reason, right now it's super popular for people to do that. Like my girlfriend friend, she's planning a wedding. Mm-hmm. And, like, she posted something, I think, maybe a month or so ago about people RSVPing for the wedding and all of that. And, like, I, I don't know what happened, but her post led me to believe that she was a little pissed off with people. Like, they were RSVPing or they were trying to RSVP, but with, like, ten extra people. And she's like, that, that's not how these things work. So I, I don't Child, I don't know. I didn't ask for a lot of details. Um... But it, and that's just the thing. Like I don't know if people aren't learning the right etiquette anymore, <laughs> and it it can get really irritating. Uh, Tiff said, "It's funny because the people that always cancel are the ones that are always in their
0: feelings about
1: not being invited." That's exactly how, and that's what I'm saying. Like if you cancel on me continuously. I'm just not gonna invite you anywhere. But and then if I don't invite you, if you feel away, I'm gonna explain to you why I didn't invite you. Like, it's no beef. But see, that's the thing. I don't even
0: like, and if you want to do that, that's fine. You know why I stopped inviting you. (laughs) Like, what are we doing here? You know you keep canceling. Like, this isn't a secret. Like, you for whatever weird reason and it ain't just a you i'm saying you like one person and this is the thing like there's multiple people that i've invited to a bunch of things over the course of my lifetime (laughs) and they've never come and so i do it out of the goodness of my heart because i don't feel bad but i don't even want to be inviting half of y'all half the time because i know y'all not gonna come but i do it because it's the right thing to do and what y'all do play me so i didn't bought pay for food i didn't pay for drinks I then gave your spot to somebody else that might have probably came. And
1: that's the thing. For me, that's another like big thing. Like I I curate my events basically for the vibe to be right, for Mm -hmm. the right people to be there, the people who I know are going to interact and have a good time. And so me specifically, I'm just like, I know these personalities are going to mesh well so all these people can come. Mm -hmm. But then there's always in the back room, I was like, dang, I should have invited. And you just, you know, you'd be like, it's cool. I yeah. got them next time. But
0: then that one person, they just don't show up. And it's that worse. blows me. It does a lot. It it really does. So we're gonna get better at just don't come. Like, <laughs> tell me you don't want to come up front. Don't wait, don't RSVP, and then be like, ah, day of or day before something came up. Come day on,
1: before, man.
0: even I'm good with. No, no, no. Day before, I've already I've already paid. Everything is already set up for you to be here in order for it to be taken care of. So day before, it does me no good. I told you RSVP two weeks in advance. Don't tell me somebody <laughs> got sick the day before. Don't tell me. And I don't want to use too many real examples because somebody might be watching. But y'all know what y'all be lying about. And you knew that stuff was going to come up. And personally, I feel like when you give me that line, I should be able to come back and challenge it and say that's BS. I need to
1: see a doctor's note or something,
0: right? Like, <laughs> oh, so you such such they, they got sick. Oh, oh, this 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 event just just popped up. Like, let's talk about it.
1: Let, let's let's really bro. talk
0: about how you just oh I forgot that this massive event was coming up and it just happened to be at the exact same time <laughs> as your event. And I'm just supposed to be like, "Oh, okay, no worries. we'll get you next time."
1: No, there's no next
0: time. I'm I'm over all of that.
1: Tiff, we got you. I don't know what we're gonna have. Oh, we're having Thanksgiving.
0: We are. We're We're having
1: having Thanksgiving. We're just telling
0: the whole world we're having Thanksgiving. We'll give you the details (laughs) on the date and location at a later time, at a more secret time, where people want RSVP and did not come. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we uh we're gonna do that. Uh, I think that's kind of become like a tradition. So yeah. Yeah, if it grows, you know we can start renting some places and stuff like that. That'd I'm be cool. with it.
1: I gotta say, like I love planning stuff. I love any excuse or reason yeah. to get people together, especially during these times. Like life is crazy. You never know when the last time you're gonna see someone, speak to someone, or when things are gonna change. So I relish in the opportunity to get folks together. So,
0: yeah, yeah. Um. So we're gonna move on to the next one and. This is something that I really enjoy, especially as someone that has gone to, like, churches. Like, I used to go to, I, I still go to church every Sunday. But, like, I've been invited to a lot of, like, church events. And I feel like there's certain events that you're supposed to stay to the end. Let me tell y'all, I would be bored at a lot of events. We just watched, uh, and we're live, so I ain't got to worry about dating. We just watched our president go to an event he probably didn't really want to be at. Because my man fell asleep at the event. If people are falling asleep at your event, that says a lot more about you than them. As someone who has preached and spoken, I take full ownership if said individual is sleeping during my speech. Um, So as the speaker, I would rather leave, get up. Balance. Don't fall asleep in the back of my session. Don't start snoring. Don't be doing one of these the whole time. Like when you're ready to go, leave. You don't gotta. You know, how people make the subtle things. Like they start moving. They start getting their jacket ready. Like don't don't go through all that. Like Just get up and go. Be comfortable. It's okay. You can leave. You can go home. I like my house. I like with things in my house. If you want to leave, we need to make that normal. People be so scared and so afraid to offend somebody. Yo, if your event sucks, it sucks. (laughs) And I should be able to write a review and tell you, hey, this was dope, this sucked, this is why I left. And if you want me to come to your next event, then fix this. Otherwise, you know what's gonna happen? You're gonna have a history I like, man, that event sucks. I don't really want to go, but I'm friends, so you know what I'm going to do? RSVP. <laughs> and then the day before, because I really don't want to go to your boring event, I'm, I'm going to cancel. Um, so I think it's just best for everybody. Dang,
1: so is that why people just be canceling? Because our events don't be super exciting?
0: I think people cancel in our events because then it's going to cost them some money. <laughs>
1: like, nah. Yeah. I don't think that's necessarily cheap. They
0: don't want to bring food. People cheap. If it's if it's a potluck. And now all of a sudden, oh, I forgot I didn't run to the store. I don't want to show up empty-handed because that's tacky. Then that tacky. they don't show up. Or, like I said, we had kids and you don't want to go out and buy a gift because y'all cheap. That's also... <laughs> that is. Same thing with a wedding. How are you going to show up to a baby shower or a wedding with no gift? Mm. That's messed up. So they just rather not come and cancel at the last minute when you have plenty of time for the wedding or whatever the event is. Like typically you bring a gift to set events. And people be cheap and stingy and selfish. And so they don't bring or up. they're
1: in between their blessings and they don't want to show up and stop here.
0: because and that's not true. It don't take a lot. People eat out all the time. People waste so much money that you could do something. You ain't got to buy, you know, a $100 gift. You Ain't nobody I know that can't afford $20 to spare $20. I don't care. You can't convince me that you can't afford $20. You could be unemployed right now. You be getting benefits right now. You could be working right now. You can afford $20. So I want to hear it. Um, he yeah, don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. But if you're ready to go, leave. Like, Don't make it awkward for people. And then the other thing is when people leave, have you ever met? I had this happen the other night when I was in Walmart and it kind of scared me because you meet somebody that you ain't seen in a while out in public. It's like, Mm. oh, so good to see you and you may or may not remember the name. So let's say for the sake of this conversation, you do remember the name. At the end of the conversation, like, oh yeah, hit me up sometime. We ain't been talking for weeks, years, potentially. I'm not hitting you up. (laughs) We don't need to have that fake conversation where we exchange information because we're not going to talk. And then the second part.
1: Sometimes you do, though.
0: What's the likelihood? If i ain't been talking to you for months to years and I happen to run into you and we've already caught up. So how's the kids? How the family? What are you doing? I saw this on social media. That's all. All our bases are now covered.
1: So you're friends on social media and you just don't talk.
0: I mean, we know you. Yeah, I've seen you. I would have access to you. That's why I stopped you. Because if I see you, and I or if I don't know you like that, and I see you in public, I avoid you because I don't want to have this wasteless, useless conversation where we talk about stuff we don't really care about but and don't rock, mean. Like
1: this literally just happened the other day when we were at, um, we were out doing the costume stuff. Yeah, like we ran into somebody from high school. I ain't rock with that girl. Like we were never like super duper close good friends. And we like, stood there and had like a whole conversation, and in the back of my mind, I'm just like, "This is so awkward." And I, and, but that's why I ended the conversation the way that I ended, it because like I didn't want it to seem like, "Let's stay in touch," "Let's," you know, anything. Yeah, I just kind of was just like, "Oh, yeah' nice to see you,"
0: and, <laughs> it and kept that, it moving. And that's you know, you want to be civil, but in that same situation, like I saw the person once, and I. Looked away. <laughs> <laughs> but because of the locale and the way the store was set up, there was nowhere for me to go. <laughs> and I couldn't only look so many places. So not to make
1: eye contact.
0: Someone to make eye contact. Getting there like, oh, hey. And at that no, point. No,
1: Tiana, no names. We're not um, giving out nah, names. Nah, nah,
0: nah. <laughs> and at that point, like it, me and the individual, like we ain't had no problems. It was just like, you see what I'm doing. I see what you're doing. We don't talk and communicate there. So why do we feel obligated to talk and communicate here? And then it's a superficial conversation. Time is lost. Time is wasted. Um, Yeah, did you put this up?
1: I don't think so.
0: Uh, Yeah. Oh no, Tiana.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I did. They asking
1: for names.
0: Yeah, We're not gonna do that. Not here to embarrass anyone. Um, I mean, I would, but it's just not necessary. Um, But yeah, I just think stuff like that could definitely be avoided. And just make everyone's life easier and not be fake. Um, Do
1: not be fake.
0: And so that leads me to the next part um, of this. And I need, for, and you might disagree with me on this, but I don't care about everybody's problems. Like, I know that might be harsh. I know everybody has, COVID has been rough on the world. I got my own problems. And there are some people, part of the reason why I ignore y'all phone calls and leave y'all on red and avoid y'all in public (laughs) is because I don't want to hear about what's going on in your life because I got stuff that I would rather be doing. And I feel like we should be able to say that to people. This football (laughs) game that I'm watching is more important than what you want to talk to me about. And I don't think it's wrong of me to not want to care or carry the burden of whatever it is you're going through. I can get back to you at a later time. You have friends and other family members that you can talk to. And so similar to the interaction we had recently, I think it should be socially acceptable to say, hey, I appreciate you stopping to talk to me but I don't really want to talk to you (laughs) because I don't care what you're about to say. It's not relevant or important to my life. And that I know it's harsh to to take that, that someone might not care about you, but the truth is you don't care about a bunch of other people. So I feel like it's hypocritical for you to be mad at me because I don't care about what's going on with you. Like I just don't.
1: So To an extent, I agree with you. Um, We all have those friends, or even people that we see on social media, who just—it's just negative all Always the time, negative. And to it, after a while, it's just like it's draining because, regardless of what they're going through what up, in their Darren? life, um, if you have your own stuff, you're going through,
0: and I probably can't even fix. What you got going.
1: 90% of the time, you can't. Um, And the frustration becomes, okay, I'm listening to your problem. I'll even give you advice on said problem. And you keep coming back to me with the same problem or a problem that's along the same lines. Or you only talk. We only talk when there's Mm, problems. That's
0: a good one. That is
1: an issue for me. Because at that point, you are dumping all of your emotional baggage on me. And... I have enough going on (laughs) in my life. I've got my own emotional baggage. And to talk to someone on a consistent basis, and it's always negative energy.
0: That stuff brings you down. Nobody
1: wants to deal with that. Um, One, just because it can completely put you in a negative place. It do. Um, And then two, it's just like, dang, does anything good ever happen in your life? Because all I ever see is negative stuff. So, and that's on one hand. On the other hand, the type of person that I am is like, I mean, I'll listen, but I'm going to cut it short. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am, I'm going to cut it short because, especially if it's something that we're talking about multiple times over and over and over again. Oh, so Tiff said, so what you're saying is don't message you when I have a problem. No more (laughs) That's not what I'm saying. One, because like I'll listen and I'll offer advice. I'll give my own input. And, you know, a lot of times like I can relate to what people are going through or I'll just sit and be an ear. But at the same time, if I notice that you're coming to me continually with the same problem, you're not listening to any advice from me or from other people that I know you're getting advice from. I'll probably start cutting the conversation or I'll start changing the topic of conversation. I'm really good at that, actually. If I don't want to hear somebody's sob story, like I'm like, ah, oh, damn, I remember you were telling me about that a few weeks ago. I'm sorry that this didn't work out. But this other thing, and <laughs> just completely switched gears. And a lot of times the person will, oh, okay. Well, they don't want to listen to my sob story. I'm just gonna go find someone else, and I'm okay with that. Um,
0: See, I don't. <laughs> no. No, yeah, um, but
1: you you don't have. You're not.
0: So here's the thing: like, I'm not telling, and for anybody, like, because there's a lot of people that I do. So a young man called me last night. And we had a really dope conversation. So I'm not saying you can't reach out to us or reach out to people. What I'm saying that needs to be normalized in society is the person you reach out to. Should be able to be honest with you at that time and say, you know what? I don't care. I'm not interested. I'm not taking the time. I got too much other stuff going on. I hope the best for you. I care about you, but right now, I want to hear it. And I don't have to, you know, change subjects and hope they get the message or the memo or anything (laughs) like that. Like, we're cool. You came to me with your problem. I've helped you with previous problems, but this particular problem, not the time. There's other people. Have a good day <laughs> a good and day. I'll catch you around. I'll see you around. But I just think that should be normal. I shouldn't feel guilty for not wanting to talk to you or listen to your story like, against you've pointed out about something I've already heard before. Like, especially if I've given you advice and you ain't follow my advice, and now you're coming back because you keep making the same dumb mistakes. <laughs> like, what are we doing? You clearly enjoy your miserable life or your misery that you're in. Don't bring me along. Like, come talk to me when you fix it, when you're working towards something, something we can build towards. Like, that's cool. But a lot of this other stuff don't be that. People just be bored. And I'm too busy to be bored by your nonsense.
1: Yeah, that's how it goes. Hey, Tiff, I, I, um last time I gave you hair advice, you went and did something completely opposite mm. of what I suggested. Talk about it. <laughs> but I got you whenever you need some more advice to ignore. So, you know, just or, text me.
0: Or the other part to this is, and go, I'm going off the deep end, but I'm really not. Pay me for my time. If you want me to sit and listen, there's people that make great livings sitting, and listening, and giving advice. So what I will tell you is, for just my time and energy, I ain't going to be interested. But if you throw me a couple of dollars, I might be more
1: available
0: because now it's worth my time. And my time is valuable. So that's another thing. You know, you could just I'll offer it, and I will take it. But I should be able to say, I don't care, and move on with my life. <laughs> And you should be able to accept that and understand it's not malicious. I just don't care right now. Um. So these next couple of things that I have, you know, y'all can think what y'all want. Uh, but this is how I feel. And so y'all came here, do what you want, you must. Yeah. So I think we've seen this joked about a couple of times, and I really would like this to be more normal. Babies be ugly. Like, I have seen some of the creepiest looking babies. And you be wanting to show off your ugly grandchild or ugly child and force me to say, Oh, how cute. Or Nobody isn't he adorable? You yes, you do. Anything. Yes, you do. When you say, Hey, I just had a baby or, hey, you put it on Facebook or, hey, I'm out. And I, I would talk to people and they'd be like, oh, my grandson, especially when we tell them that we just, I just had kids. They'd be like, oh, I had kids or I had a grandkid and you want to show me your kid. You know what your kid looks like. You know what your grandkid looks like. So don't get mad at me if I'm like, that kid's not cute. Every kid's not cute. Every kid's not a Gerber baby. Every kid's not a huggy baby some babies are just ugly sometimes it's because they have ugly parents but that's just the fact of life like blame, god.
1: blame that, god
0: that's not me i didn't make the ugly kid i have attractive kids i know my kids are attractive you might not like my kid that's fine but i don't feel like the onus is on the person viewing said kids to go along with this lie perpetuated that all kids are attractive because a lot of kids be ugly.
1: Look, I don't talk about people, especially one you're just not supposed to. Because why? One, it's just not nice. It's not nice, and
0: two, ugly kids can turn I'm out pregnant. to be attractive if, adults.
1: And and what happens is you talk bad about people or you really dislike somebody while you're pregnant and your kid either turns out ugly, or your kid turns out exactly like that person so i avoid those types of conversations because this is not cool they show you a picture and you're like oh how sweet you don't have to say cute or beautiful or gorgeous or any of those things they'll just be like how sweet What a precious bundle of joy! What a little miracle because that's what children are. It's a miracle. You You do not have to go, you don't necessarily have to compliment the physical features of the child. You can just be like, Hey, congratulations. I I don't like, I don't subscribe to (laughs) calling kids ugly at all. Um, I just don't.
0: So Paige, this is a perfect example. Our kids have large heads. She has a large head. I have a large head. Naturally, our kids have big heads. We own that. If people talk about our big head boy kids, <laughs> hey, our kids got big heads. They're still cute, they're still cuddly, they're still lovable for the most part, but they have big heads.
1: Our kids are That's
0: lovely. okay. If your kids' eyes are weird or got the, the teeth come in and they look all monsterish. Like, don't be showing me kids, your kid showing his teeth, and then expect me to not be like, hey, what's wrong? What's wrong with your kid? Like, what, what happened?
1: Bruh, because it's just not nice. It's, just, it's not. Like, that kid has no control over what they look like.
0: I agree. I'm not blaming the kid.
1: But you're calling them ugly.
0: As Tiff said, is it okay to call adults ugly? We body shame and call people ugly all the time. I've said it on this podcast many times. I don't need to see Lizzo's butt ever again. I don't want to see it. Cover it up. It's nasty. Guess what? When I see Rihanna's, it don't look like Lizzo's. Rihanna's is attractive. I don't hate it as much when I see it. That's not, like, world-breaking news. Some people are ugly. Some people are attractive. People think I'm ugly. I'm fat. Like, so what? I own it. I'm not going to walk out with you know, a man thong on, showing all my stuff.
1: Well, I wouldn't let you, for one. Like, that's just not ever going to be a look that you can get but away with.
0: I know, but David Beckham back in the day or some European guy with eight abs and tennis balls for muscles and nice bronze exterior, he
1: can do that. I don't remember there was this picture of Cristiano Ronaldo. He did, like, he had on some – very small, small, He's another one, yeah, speedo and like I guess like you know, they obviously had spray tandem and all that stuff. And I remember seeing it and I was just like, Wow, like
0: now yeah. imagine if that was phase but, on love.
1: No, but that's <laughs>
0: that's what they did.
1: <laughs> I think very shortly after that, that movie Couples Retreat mm,
0: came yeah. out
1: and he was out there with the the Yeah
0: and
1: Oh, it was not the same. It did not invoke the same reaction. Um, but I don't, I typically steer away from calling people ugly or. If your
0: weave's bad, your weave's bad.
1: I mean, I'm a professional. so If I your can eyebrows say
0: is crooked, your eyebrows is crooked.
1: Again, I'm a professional. I can say that.
0: Well, no, yeah. I'm not a professional. But if your weave's bad or it looks like it stinks or something like that, then I can say, hey, the weave's bad. If you don't brush your teeth and you got stuff in your teeth, tell people that. Like, I'm not being rude or abusive.
1: Well, I don't disagree with telling people that. Well, like, a breath stinks. Hey, your breath stinks. You might want to go, like, I have gum and there's mints. Like, I'm not opposed to that. Like, if you got a booger, like, yeah, that's, I'm that's going to tell you that, hey, maybe you want to go check your nose.
0: Like, I've even had down, situations like, with women where, and it's awkward. Like, I had to do this at work with one girl, her shirt was like sheer. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, see through it.
1: Mm-hmm. And so I had to be like... You might want to put a jacket You've up. been
0: walking on all these people and nobody's going to say something to you. I'm going to say something. like, And that's more helpful, but you should be able to critique different things about people. And it's not like I hate you. I'm trying to tear you down. I want you to have low self-esteem or nothing like that. But if you ask me... There,
1: but I think there's a difference between critiquing someone to help them mm-hmm. and critiquing someone just because you don't find their looks or something about them yeah, agreeable. Yeah.
0: Again, I'm not trying to like just bash people, but in the event that I'm asked or something is presented to me, and like, what do you think? Mm-hmm. I'm going you to be able tell to give you your
1: honest opinion.
0: what I think. And I might not use the most extreme versions of the word until you start pushing back. So if I say, "Uh, ah, I ain't really into it," be like, what? This joint fly. This joint dope. All right. So I was being nice. It looks <laughs> awful. Like it's terrible. I don't know where you found that. Don't ever wear it again. Something like that. But people just, you don't know. It, they be tripping. Right? Especially in fashion today, people be wearing some stuff. All these chunky shoes. I, I ain't know I'm with not it.
1: with it, like those chunky sole shoes. You look and like we literally clowns. I just had this conversation the other night like I hate those shoes. My mom has those Converse with the soles that are like this thick and white. And I see them everywhere. Yeah, I don't popular. understand them. I think they're really ugly. I don't think they look good on anybody's feet. Like they're awful shoes, but they're everywhere. And I think this is because people are sheep and they just wear yeah. what everyone tells them to wear but that's again personal opinion. And gotcha. I love my mom. She's a very stylish woman.
0: She is typically. <laughs> um so these last two is and I would be curious to know if you know the the history of this. Um so the first is we live in a society where I think Facebook was just on Capitol Hill with the whistleblower because they were Suppressing information and funneling false information and things like that around the election. One of the most polarizing conversations you can have in society is politics. People feel super, super passionate about politics. I have lost mad friends, church member friends over politics. That to me is one of the dumbest things in the world. Like. I do all this stuff. We've had all these great conversations because of who you think I voted for or who I voted for. Now we can't be friends. I get well, if you align with their ideology, then maybe I don't know you. No, you know me. We've been talking. We've been friends. That's why you accepted the friend invite when I sent it the first time because we was friends. (laughs) You see what I'm posting? My page has always been public. I ain't running from nobody.
1: Apparently, Ray wants to smoke right now. So...
0: No, no, this—that's what this—and this is a series. We're just doing the social and friend part. We're gonna have relationships. We're gonna have family. We're gonna have some other aspects of this thing where we have all these social norms or social no-nos. We're getting rid of all them, as far as I'm concerned. But the idea of asking someone who you voted for is so taboo. Apparently, it's so offensive. I think Dave Chappelle might've done like a stand-up or mentioned this at one point, like if you were so proud about who you voted for the same way, you're proud about your ugly kid that you keep showing off. <laughs> why don't, why doesn't that correlate to who you voted for?
1: Um, I don't think I've ever had an issue with people asking me or telling folks who I voted for. I, like you, none of my social media is private. I post a lot and I've always been a very opinionated person and I'm willing to have an open dialogue about my opinions. Um, I think because it's supposed to be private, like no one's supposed to be able to judge you or anything like that based on your personal politics. I think the problem especially in today's society is that today's politics are so polarizing Mm -hmm. like we have political figures now who invoke so much emotion negatively or positively that it's easier to just steer clear of the conversation than it is to have the conversation Mm -hmm. because we also live in a world where a lot of people don't know how to disagree with someone or disagree with what someone believes in or feels or whatever and still maintain a semblance of respect. It's not even respect because maybe it is respect. Like I don't I don't particularly subscribe to I don't like who you're voting for. I don't like your choices in in life. So I can't be cool with you. Like I don't feel that way. One aspect of your life, one aspect of who you are, I don't think defines you as a whole person. Um, so there are so there are certain things that I can look past. Like I know you voted for Trump, I can get past you. Twice. <laughs> I can get past you voting for Trump. <laughs> you can get
0: past one uh-huh. because
1: I can have a conversation with you to understand why you voted for Trump. I can have a conversation with pretty much anybody with why they decided to vote for the person they voted for. We have a gubernatorial race coming up tomorrow. tomorrow. And I'm just like, oh, am I going to vote? I don't particularly care for either candidate, to be 100% honest. But my husband here is you know, continually harping on me about how important it is to it is. exercise your Our right Our ancestors
0: vote. went through way too much for Black people to not vote.
1: And I don't disagree with that. But I don't care for either candidate. I don't like Youngkin and I don't like McAuliffe. So I'm kind of on the fence about what I'm going to do. I'm probably just going to show up to the poll tomorrow and throw a dart at the thing and vote for whoever it lands on. Um, there are things that I like about both of them. And there are things that I dislike about both of them. But I can have that conversation. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can't have that conversation right now. Or, or maybe ever. maybe they've never been able to have that conversation. But because we live in a society where everybody shares everything, all these details, all these little things, like it, we just don't process it well.
0: But I, and that's the the part, and we've kind of had this conversation before, where you separate the art, the artist from the art, and I feel like when it comes to people's opinions, you have to separate some people from their opinions and understand that. Some people are good people. Like, people there are Biden voters that were really good people. There are Trump voters that are really good people. But their ideals and what they value could be different. Like, someone could value abortion way more heavily than gun control. Someone could value the economy way more than climate change. So, yeah, somebody might have said something really dumb. Some politician, they all lie. but. That's not to disparage that individual. They vote based on what's important to them. So I don't understand why you would throw away friendship and and cause debate or come to physical or verbal altercations because someone has a difference of opinion without knowing their background and why they were raised the way they were raised. Like, if you're an immigrant to this country, you may want people that are pro-immigrant. If you are someone that lived here, and maybe God forbid, you lost a family member to a crime of an illegal immigrant, you probably have a really passionate view on illegal immigration.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Like, so if I vote for the opponent, the the person that wants to build the wall and keep the illegal immigrants out, that doesn't mean I'm a bad person. It just means that, and I that's this isn't my case, but like.
1: I'm voting for my experience.
0: For my experience. If my parents worked really, really hard to start a business and they started a small business and they built it, and I'm starting a small business, and one of the candidates is is giving benefits to small businesses. I'm gonna vote in interest of small businesses. And yeah, I care about abortion, or yeah, I care about universal health care. But most important for me and my family is for my business to function. We have a podcast, you have multiple businesses. Your it would be indicative of you to vote for people that are going to put laws in place that support you growing your business. Mm -hmm. If you're a minority and you've been disenfranchised in this world by police and there's one person that's saying, this is an issue, this is a problem, and I'm actually going to tangibly do something about it. And I have a history of doing things about it, but their voting record on the economy sucks. You got to pick what's important to you. And I feel like as a society, we got to get to a place where we can understand that What's important to me doesn't have to be important to you. And what's important to me doesn't mean I think less of you. It's just not as important to me. And the fact that you can't even have that conversation without people losing friendships or causing arguments or disruptions in a workplace or somewhere else, I think is just crazy. And I would like to get to a point where we are more understanding people that, and that's really what all of this is about. I know we laughed and joked about a lot of things, but. The key is being understanding of where people are coming from. If they don't care about your situation, like, that's okay. It doesn't mean your situation's not relevant or not important to you, but it doesn't have to be important to me. The same way as a believer, if I believe a certain way in religion, I'm not going to disparage you just because you believe in a different thing. I believe what I believe is right, but I can still love you and care for you and have your best interest in heart, even though you may not believe what I believe. But, and
1: that's the thing, even... <laughs> that's a really big conversation to have though because people will look especially at christianity christians you know that our faith and say well you're hateful you're these things and your faith is the source source of that it's like no your prejudice against my faith is from people who've used it the wrong way and weaponized it to you know I what's the word? Um, To single out people, to make people feel bad. When at the end of the day, God is love. That's the only thing that he wants everybody to do. He wants us to love each other the way he loves us because we're not perfect people and we all deserve to love. And the fact that people seemingly forget that even though what you feel or you believe is based what you think or what you feel is based in your experiences or your faith or whatever the case may be, they think automatically because, because of this, your stance, you you can't be a good person. You can't. There are all these phobias, all these different things that they try to classify you as now. If you don't believe or you don't. You know, subscribe. subscribe to the same things that everyone else does. And I just think in old society like that, there's no room for anyone to have any kind of opinion. That doesn't follow the flow of what everyone else does. It's idiotic.
0: Agreed. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think they can see it.
1: Oh, dang. I was trying to tell him that, you know, the time.
0: We're Keep in mind, she time. was the one that was just doing the talking. I stopped at right around the hour, which is what I said we were going to do. But I let her go. And I didn't give her the – but nonetheless, um, we appreciate y'all doing something a little different. I'm um, trying to give y'all a little spice, a little fun, a little humor. Hopefully, you can go go enjoy this miserable football game. The Chiefs, <laughs> they look awful. The Giants, they look even worse. Uh, So whatever it is you're doing tonight, uh, hopefully you had some enjoyment, had a good time. And remember in life, things happen. You have the power to choose what you do. Uh, Always choose wisely. Choose you. Bet on you because you are important. And last but not least, if you have been blessed by us tonight or at any time, if you've been on this journey with us through 36 episodes, go ahead and bless us. We've had the Cash App in the comments. We would definitely appreciate it. Um, Support small businesses and all that fun jazz. Have a good night.